0: This Season of Good is sponsored by Good Treatments. Good Treatments is a highly curated shop of pre-made treatment designs for commercials, music videos, features, and branded content. We've all spent sleepless nights writing our treatments, only to have to start from scratch on the
1: design. With Good Treatments, you have the look of a custom design without the cost or time. With drag-and-drop tools, you simply replace your images, copy and paste your text, and you're good to go. For our good
0: listeners, we're giving away a coupon code for twenty percent off your next purchase. Simply use code Good Twenty at checkout. See all the treatment designs at GoodTreatments.space. So you got a color
1: session today, huh? I do. Um, this has been this has been an interesting uh, just uh, project. It just the going through. I've just never done like like uh pretty intensive visual effects and this has been which has been it's like, fun huh it is pretty fun like it's um, fun to
0: uh to just like make believe like even more than you already were
1: you know yeah like it's hard well, to- it's weird because it's like uh um i'm just used to like dropping shots in and being like oh this is working right and this is more like Gotta let it breathe. Let it yeah, having to be patient and know that like it's not gonna all really work until like the last moment, <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. when everything kind of like comes together. Um, <clears throat> yeah, which is a different. And I there mean, are, it, there are so it
0: many does, scenes but... in in presence. I don't know if we ever talked about it that have like such like subtle VFX that like change the entire
1: thing. Like for me, at least, like. Well, I definitely know there's one or two moments that are more No, I mean, those are overt, the obvious but, ones where you're creating yeah. sort of like a, a beat. But just like cleanup stuff?
0: Yeah, like we, the there's this ending, one of the scenes before the ending, they're on the back of this boat, and it's like a bunch of overs. And in the background, there's like a ton of sort of like island houses up in the mountains. Mm, yeah. And, and we like completely changed just like the entire background of the scenery. Just wrote that's wild shit. and it just but it isolates them in the story to where there's literally nobody around creating a little bit more of like some stakes
1: you know yeah yeah, yeah. um it's it, been it's been a learning experience because it's been like yeah. um it's been yeah just like educational uh I've always kind of strayed away from visual effects um, yeah because I've I've part of it is like I just I'm so high control in some ways, you know, that yeah. like handing that over sometimes felt daunting. Um, And the further I've gone in my career without having like a lot of experience in it, the more I've kind of been like, maybe I'm just not that guy, you know? Yeah. It yeah, yeah. does visual effects. Yeah. It's um, hard not to
0: get jealous of like people like Ian, Ian Ponce Jewel, and like yeah. Andy Felice, who, who like, just
1: like know how to do it so well. Well, it,
0: that, and also it feels like they create the like the idea with the VFX, based on it based yeah. on the VFX, which is yeah. like, it's tough if you, if you don't know what's capable. Just, of, yeah. You know?
1: It just opens up a whole other yeah thing. So I think this is good for you,
0: man, to like realize that there's other little,
1: yeah, there's, there's tricks up your sleeve. Yeah. I think so too. It's also kind of dangerous. Cause now I'm going to be like, Oh, I can like <laughs> clean that up later. Yeah. But probably not usually. Cause I don't have, Money for visual <laughs> things. um, Yeah, it's been good. And then, yeah, so we've got this color, color session today. My good old uh, colorist, Jacob McKee. Um, oh, is yeah. he coloring it? Yeah, he is. So sick. He's going to kill it. Yeah.
0: If anybody um, doesn't know uh, Jacob McKee, he's he works on, I would say, 90% of the stuff that I do. How much, Like, what's the percentage of stuff it, that he does? It's only
1: if he... I mean, he wasn't able to do Gracie Abrams because he was traveling. He wasn't available. So, like,
0: you use him only if um, he's not
1: available. That would be the off you, chance that he. That would be yeah. the only reason I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jacob McKee is. If you don't, if you need, color. have we talked about
1: the story of me meeting Jacob? Do you know no. the story? No. Um, we were shooting in Savannah, and part of it was shot on location. And then part of it, we shot like in a studio, like a SCAD studio and basically to have access to that studio. I can't remember if it was to have access in general oh, or I if we see. got like a discount, <laughs> um, but we had to bring on SCAD yeah. students onto, onto the set. Um, and if you don't know, I went to SCAD. So it's like, yeah, kind of like an honor for me to like do, you know what I mean? That's like yeah. kind of a dream to go back and like bring on students and stuff. So we had like four kind of PAs. One was like a little bit more of a producer role. And yeah, Jacob was just like a PA who was like carrying stuff around. And then um, we were using one of the, uh, that we had access to kind of like um, one of their editing bays to do all of our DIT stuff. So we had shot and I think, uh, I don't remember if it was like, I think it was the end of the day and we were just dumping all of our stuff and Jacob just kind of wanders in (laughs) and he might be able to, I don't, I don't remember all the ins and outs of this, but basically he somehow talked his way into like coloring a pass of the, (laughs) of the film. And we were like, sure. Or I don't know. He just like got a hold of the footage somehow. I don't remember. (laughs) Um, And just like sent us some frames and we were like, damn, that's pretty good. Yeah, and we we're like, "Do you want to just like do it?" And he was like, "Yeah," um, and he did it, and it was amazing, and I mean, honestly, we—I've just worked with him ever since, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there was a gap between like him graduating and kind of like getting set up a little bit, and 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 also also me kind of like <clears throat> going freelance and all that. So it's probably like a little bit of a gap, but pretty much, he's the only person that I work with.
0: Well, shout out is, is kind uh, of funny. Yeah. Jacob McKee, M C K E E at me.com. If you guys ever need any color, um, hit this guy up. I feel like we should do that with all the free shit that he's done for us over the years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, get this <laughs> yeah. yeah. man some work. He, I mean, he went Don't on to get, work at the,
1: yeah. I mean, he company yeah, he three went, in
0: the mill and yeah. yeah company. He, 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 he's like a legit, I mean, he works, uh with a company called forger right now which kind of reps him but um but he's a killer guys an absolute killer and Um, i will say
1: what i like about uh, any any kind of like post specialist any specialist in general like you know if it's even if if it's like a yeah visual effects guy or even like a composer or whatever i'm like man if they're just like obviously there's like a threshold of like talent. Right. But if you're like a nice person, who's easy to talk to yeah, you, exactly. I know that sounds kind of like obvious. Yeah. But that makes such a huge difference. <laughs> and just like the arc, like communication is like pleasant, you know, yeah. and Jacob's like a friend. So obviously that's kind of a given, but just like in general, that like goes so, such a long way for me, at least as a director to, to feel like, um. yeah, the, the outcome, I'll, that'll be like a large part of me being like, I, I'd like to work with you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're just like a nice person, you know? Yeah. He, he's genuinely
0: some of that. When I go to LA, I'll just, I'll, I'll hit up. I don't know if he's still in LA, maybe he moved back to Savannah or something, but the last time we were in, LA, uh, maybe two years ago before the pandemic, I texted him and, and we went to the comedy store, which is like a comedy club in oh, West dude, Hollywood. That's amazing. Yeah. And um, it was like a live podcast night or whatever, this show called Kill Tony, which is like a live improv sort of show. And fucking Bob Saget shows up. and
1: <laughs> What? Dude, I haven't yeah. heard this story. <laughs>
0: Bob Saget shows up and um, like as like a surprise guest or whatever. And then the show was great. And then we're all leaving. It was me, Jacob, and John Paul Summers. And we're walking out. And there's like a parking lot behind the com- uh, the comedy store. And we start walking across. And this car like comes and like almost nails me. Like almost like just like buckles me. And JP like grabs me at the last second. And then the guy just like rolls down his window and he says, sorry. And I was like, please tell me it's Bob Saget. <laughs> it, it was Bob Saget, bro. No. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> it was Bob Saget in his Tesla, in his black Tesla. And uh, oh JP like grabbed me and saved my life, apparently. Um, but wow. I didn't see that it was him. Him and Jacob saw that it was him. But yeah, that was the last time me and Jacob hung out.
1: Dude, don't you just wonder about people like that, like Bob Saget? I mean, of course, he's, he continues to work and do things. But I'm like, do you think he can just live off a of full house forever? Oh, Yeah. For sure, right? He's just set, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how all that's I mean, like I think structured you, anybody And can, I guess it depends on. Yeah, anybody I mean, can blow money,
0: up. you know. Dude, so question here, just because you're about to go into it, but what do you bring into uh, a color session? I think that's interesting for for us to chat about.
1: Man, Especially I don't. I don't Jacob. know. I think that's actually kind of a interesting thing because I worked with Jacob so long. Not much because we just kind of have an understanding, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, yesterday I sent him, basically I made a, a full like document for Joe, um, who's the DP. And, uh, so I just sent him kind of the document that I made for Joe, which had like a ton of color references yeah, and kind of tone and vibe and aesthetic and stuff. So I just sent that to Jacob yesterday. I was like, take a look at this before you get started tomorrow. Um, And then Joe and I will hop on uh, in an hour or so and just kind of like talk through a few things with Jacob and then kind of let him go. I I don't with Jacob, I don't really ever feel the need to have like a a live session. I think um, I'll get on and talk through a few things with him and yeah. make sure that the DP is involved as well. We'll just kind of have like a short discussion. And then um usually our workflow is like, I'll then kind of let him do his thing and I'll get on a group like chat or group message with um the DP and Jacob. And we're just like text, he's just like texting us images and then we'll kind of give feedback and then he'll take, I don't want to speak to Jacob's workflow because this might be more of like a he and I (laughs) workflow, not like a, um, how he works with everyone. But I think at this point, yeah, we just have like a bit more of a shorthand and, um, he'll text, uh, frames that he's working on and then we'll make adjustments and then he'll send like kind of a full pass based on those notes and adjustments. And we'll get more specific, um, when we kind of see that look apply to the whole thing.
0: So do you You ever like sit in like do you ever do like uh, where you're actually sitting and watching him color at all? No, no. <clears throat> yeah, he's also so fast too that uh, yeah. like you're getting frames really, really quickly as well. Anything that he's this is a
1: bit more days. complex on this one because it's not just the grade. There are like a few. There's like some you know kind of the handoff between visual effects and the and the grade. There is like a few cleanup things that need yeah. to get handled. So it's not just like the color grade, you know, um, it's like, yeah. So some more kind of like image cleanup stuff, but, um, yeah, it's, I, I love working with him because it's so, um, we kind of have it dialed in, you know? Yeah.
0: Is that something you add into? I don't think I ever add any, um, it's been a while since I've added like, other than like a visual approach to a treatment or something. I don't think I've ever added like, this is what the color grade will look like or anything. Is that something you do or for music videos or whatever?
1: Yeah. Not in the treatment, but you know how it goes. I mean, you write a treatment and that's one document and then you go into pre production and I'm at least my vibe. I'm making like two dozen other documents, for right. different for departments, production, design, um, design,
0: wardrobe, and everything. Yeah.
1: So, it gets touched on at some point, And then I can just usually like, um, show that to Jacob and he's kind of got like a direction to, to go in. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it'll be nice. I mean, this is like the, the last like 5%, you know? Yeah. And, um, I'll be interested to see everything kind of finally come together and like, and I've also, this is also kind of funny. I've only really been seeing this in proxies, like kind of, lut proxies. Um so it's I'm kind of like it feels a little bit like a kid on christmas morning a little bit to like see it like legit, you know? Like yeah, <laughs> the yeah. real footage looking like amazing. Um so I'm excited. I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah. Dude that it was one crazy thing that was uh I had never colored a feature obviously before this but um <clears throat> Like the final sort of like delivery on the, like the quad four sort of like pro res quad yeah. four, like color pass <laughs> yeah. or whatever on the movie. I couldn't see it. Like he couldn't up, like everything was proxies up until then, but he had to send me basically, I think it was three drives to compile into whoa my like final, like each sort of like 30 minute section or whatever was. Uh, over like half a terabyte at least. So I had like three drives that were essentially like connected to my other. So to finish the movie, I had literally like six drives working on a premiere project. And I'm like, fuck dude, this is like, this feels sketchy. Eventually we backed everything up like very quickly, but this just feels like if one of these just fucking goes down. dude, I
1: feel that way a lot editing where I'm like, the the like function and like the creative side of being an editor and you know the technical side to the point that i'm like actually moving clips around and and stuff and but like there are moments where i'm like man i have no idea what i'm doing technically (laughs) you know (laughs) where i'm just like uh like even on this project i didn't edit this last music video we had an editor come in and Mm -hmm. uh there were a few moments where I was like, I do want to do like a pass based on your last pass. So we like would sh- share like EDLs back and forth. Yeah. And I was just like, shit, man.
0: Was it like, <laughs> did you open it up and you were like, this is so clean? Like this is so no,
1: I was like, how do I get this back to him? <laughs> <laughs> just like, ah, I don't, I'm going to have to like look up some tutorials or something. Cause I don't know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> And I've edited like thousands of things, but I'm still just kind of like, yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> what really is what XML?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, so we should talk about um, a conversation we had last. No, no, not last November. Goddamn, November of 2020. Yeah. All, all right. So we talked about this yesterday for a second, but. Uh, I kind of like went into a hole at the end of 2019 and then the pandemic hit. And of course everybody was in a hole, but kind of like the, 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 from like September, October of 2019 to July of 2020. Keep in mind, I'd been writing, but it was like, um, I just hadn't been able to really focus. That's kind of what I was talking about yesterday. Just like so much of my creative energy was going into these treatments that I was doing. Yeah. That I wasn't winning. Um and Parrish, um, my writing partner, and I had already been writing for probably like a year and a half, maybe. Um and so we'd have like these really intense bursts of like productivity together, and then I'd have to go back and kind of like do my you know, try to get work uh, like at at the high volume that I was at the time. So it was like, we'd had these little bursts, like where he'd come to my house for like a weekend and we write for three days straight. And we do that every like three or four months. Um, And then finally kind of that stretch from like September of 2019 to mid 2020, it was mostly, I guess, toward the end of it, just uh, like virtual, like we're just sending things back and forth. But anyway, anyway, we, I was able to really focus and I finished, uh, my first feature script. I'd written one kind of with, with my, with some, another writing partner, but really like really co-wrote my first feature script and finished like, uh, I said July, I meant, I meant, um, March. Um, and then it was kind of like, cool. Wow. I've got a script. I can't wait to show this to everyone. I know everyone's just waiting to see this, yeah. waiting to read it. The world is like, <laughs> just like on their tiptoes, <laughs> just waiting to read my script. And obviously that was not the case in the world that kind of turned upside down. Um, and I was trying to generate some kind of traction with this script. And I think what I realized is like one, it's really expensive. Uh, really expensive is not right. It's maybe more expensive than I can make for my first feature. Well, it's probably ac- accurate.
0: Maybe let people know that it was like it is. Period. Like it's.
1: Yeah, there's there's a portion of it that's period. <clears throat> it's kind of a horror film, kind of. Um, a Jerry and-
0: horror film, if people can imagine. You say what did you say? Like a Jared horror film. Yeah, sure, sure.
1: Um, so anyway, I, I'm I'm like trying to make this thing happen for like eight months, which is not that long of time. But like I was I came to the realization. I was like, I think this is too expensive. I think maybe this is like. I'm not gonna say it's too weird, but. Uh, it's a hard one to get off the ground, right? Like, I feel like it might be easier a little bit later in my career to, to do this. So by no means am I. Did I give up on that? I think that's a
0: a good point though. And I I think I mentioned that at the time it's like, you will always have that script. It will never go away. It's like a, it's a document that is yours at this point that you could, if someone gave you the money tomorrow, you could get started on it immediately.
1: Right. I mean, right. And so there's like a little bit of discouragement, but also like, okay, I'll keep grinding on this to some extent, but like, is there something smarter that I should be doing right now? Um, Based on these kind of conclusions that I've arrived at. And you sat me down and were like, listen, if someone gave you like 50 grand, a hundred grand, do you have a story? Do you have a movie that you'd go make? Do you have a story that you could tell? And I was like, um, yeah. Or I think you maybe said if someone gave you 50 grand, a hundred grand, could you make a movie? And I said, yes. I think
0: I know exactly what I said. I said, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i think you're softening a little bit okay well in context i was just coming off of presence yeah you know what i mean yeah um super fired up for like knowing that you had the same situation of like homies yeah like you know actors you're a great storyteller like i think i said if some, if if i gave you a hundred grand you would make a movie right
1: like right, <laughs> yeah,
0: like you yeah. wouldn't go make some fucking music video or like like uh like something that was more expensive. like if I just if I said you have a hundred grand you would you would figure out a way to make a movie, right you
1: know what I mean yes, yes. and I said, yeah, and you're like, you need to like figure that out, and let's see if we can find a hundred grand was basically kind of like the conversation, yeah, and so I You know, I have like a whole slew of documents of like ideas that are, you know, at different stages of development for, for different films. Um, and so there was one that I kind of been kicking around for like a decade that I was like, I think maybe this one we could make for cheap. Um, so I was like, all right, dude, I'm going to go write this. And that was in November of 2020. Um, and I called Parish. I kind of pitched him the idea of the story. I was like, Do you want to write this together? And he's like, Yeah, let's do it. And from November to about July of twenty twenty one. So November twenty twenty to July of twenty twenty-one, we wrote the script. Yeah. And we we uh Parrish and I there was uh you know, moments in there like where I was busy and he was busy and the holidays were in between and all of that. And so we were like doing like everything we could to kind of go back and forth. And then, um, yeah, we were able to both get vaccinated and we were like, dude, let's, let's like just go away for like a week and take this thing from like the state that it's in now, which is like a pretty detailed outline. Um, and see if we can make this like just blitz this thing and turn it into a kind of, shitty first draft. And so we drove up to Wisconsin where my family has some, some, uh, property and we just like legit disappeared for eight days and probably wrote for like 10 to 12 hours for like a week straight. Yeah. And, um, literally the last night before we were going to drive back, um, we finished, we finished like a first draft and it was like, amazing we bought like some cheap cigars from this gas station (laughs) (laughs) and watch a raging bull um and had like a beer and just yeah celebrated a first draft and then uh that was in i forget when that was exactly maybe like may april or may and then um from from may to the end of july or mid mid july we um probably did like i don't know five or six different drafts until we felt like it was in a place where we were able to share it. And yeah. then, um, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think,
0: can... I think what was interesting was the, before you guys even finished the script, it was at least on my part coming in as a producer and RH who was our,
1: yeah, let's uh, talk about that. Cause I, I feel like that's important to talk about that. Um yeah you were basically like hey dude whatever i can do to help make this happen i'm i'm going to do and you were like i want to help you produce this so i'm going to be a producer and i was like okay great
0: yeah i think at the time like it was important for me to like and i think going back just a little bit like we were at like a period of time when i made my movie that we <laughs> we weren't necessarily like speaking frequently, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not that there was anything like going wrong or anything. I think you had taken like a, you know, sort of sabbatical from like us doing the podcast mm-hmm. and like focusing on um, just like working more, like doing more sort of like, like trying to get your, your future stuff like off the ground and whatever. And then I had sort of gotten the opportunity to come make presents and I think coming off of that, there was a lot of like man, I wish my friend Jared was here, you know, yeah, yeah, like I wished that I was able to to go through that more with um with Jared like sort of as a sounding board or whatever, yeah, um, so in a lot of ways, like when I came to you in November, there was a lot of of me just being like. <laughs> Dude, this is possible. If, yeah. if the story is right and it's attainable within a certain budget, like we'll find a hundred grand, like we'll, we'll find it. Like I have I have no doubts that we'll find a hundred grand and, and do this thing like, like fucking film school. You know what I mean? Like have yeah. that same energy of like, I'm just going to manhandle this thing into existence because uh, I'm born to make to make movies. This is my dream. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And it is a hundred percent possible. And I think like the reason I, I felt like sort of like really passionate about like coming on to, to produce it for you other than the sort of resources that I gained through like making presents, I think was like, I feel a responsibility. Um, And this is going to maybe sound weird, but it's truthful to me, I guess. But I feel a responsibility um, for your movies to be made. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And not like what what does that what does that mean exactly? I I feel like um, there are certain filmmakers that I feel like there's um, one. You're my friend like that's yeah. just sort of like first things first like um i feel a responsibility to all my friends to to sort of steward like what how like how can i help that's just my mentality in a lot of ways yeah yeah, yeah. same um but i think with you specifically i feel like there are certain filmmakers that won't get the opportunity to tell their stories and then and the make the movies that they want to make because, um, dude, I truly believe in, in not to blow up any smoke up your ass or anything, but you know, i I truly feel like you're an auteur, um, in a sense that a lot of people, uh, misunderstand your work to a degree, you know, and in a way that makes it sort of more intriguing and mysterious <laughs> and, um, but I feel like those type of filmmakers would get less opportunities to make films, you know what I mean like yeah. because they're they're not traditional and they're not um safe in any way, and I feel like those filmmakers are like the most important people who should be making movies, you know who are going to like actually make ground in cinema, you know what I mean like yeah, well, I appreciate you saying that I do yeah, and i'm again, I'm not trying to. I know. I know.
1: Yeah. And I, and I feel that energy from you and, and that was like a big part of, you know, I I think to, to make it in this industry on, on any level, there's gotta be like an obsessive like drive, you know? Yeah. Um, And I think we both have that, but I think you kind of throwing down the gauntlet a little bit and being like, dude, go make a cheap movie. Pretty much. I mean, that was kind of the catalyst, um, really did kind of energize me. And there were things along the way, which are really interesting. Like, and you'll know what I'm talking about. There were moments of like, what seemed at the time, like miracles, you know, of like someone being like saying this or saying that even if those things didn't happen, it still like sparked like more momentum for me to like get this thing underway, you know? Um, And i feel like you coming on board again just as like my friend but also like a a a filmmaker that i really trust and respect um i mean have you produced a lot of movies no but do i like know that what what you're capable of yeah i really i think i do and i think you know our mutual friend who we've talked about too rh um is one of those guys too who's like to produced movies maybe technically yes a movie like this no um but like I think we kind of like n- have a sense that we can do this though you know and I think kind of that shared um, confidence in each other has um, gotten us as far as we are now which you know looking back at some of these you know original conversations of like let's get this thing underway and let you should go write your script like right now to where we are now. I mean, do as any like thing been shot yet? No, you know? Um, But like, it feels like there is progress. I mean, (laughs) in the, in the
0: time that from you finishing the script, I would even say almost before I would say before you had um, finished the final draft, maybe yeah. i could be wrong yeah yeah
1: i think that yeah we That's had
0: true. we had basically come into a, a contractual agreement with the studio to make your movie do you know what yeah. i mean like i think there was a lot that was sort of the fun part for me Is like and rh like there's like while well, you guys are sort of like trapped in the cabin <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. Yeah, yeah me and rh are sort of plotting and like sending a massive amount of emails, getting on a massive amount of calls to try and see what kind of movie we could make. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. there was this sort of parallel story being uh going on with this movie. Um but I think it's like dude, I think one thing that me and Rh bring is that sort of obsession over like if I get obsessed yeah. about a project, like I have <laughs> to do it. Yeah. And it was super interesting to bring that energy into not making the script, like not having to, obviously I knew about the movie and we had worked on sort of the concept, like over and over and over again into like a place where it's like, okay, maybe we need to like, even while you guys are writing, sort of thinking of, okay, if we're going to make it for this amount of money, let's maybe think about this. Let's maybe not include this or keep it within this amount of range, you know? Yeah. but bring, being able to like bring that energy into the producing side was like fascinating for me. Cause it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think yeah. it's just, it is obsession and coming at it from like a dude in a lot of ways, like there was a lot of things that I came out of presence going like, almost like feeling like um, you ever have like a really good teacher in high school, you know, that like, sort of made up for all the other bullshit in a way, you know, (laughs) like there's a lot of things that I feel about presence in that way. Where, like, I wish that I had somebody who had just, who who knew me and was coming at it from like a, like a lot of times I felt lost in the process of making that movie. Yeah. And I felt like a true sort of response. And I think that's what I keep thinking of when I say responsibility, like, to give you um, as good of a situation as possible, because the the first movie that you make is like extremely important, not just to like you personally, but just to like set you on the right path um, for the next opportunity. And not to say that like you wouldn't be able to deal with without me, like I think a hundred percent you'd figure it out. Um. But I think it's nice to be able to have sort of like your homies around you. Oh, dude! I'm, like, I mean, are speaking that's, that's for the your thing voice is, as opposed to just like, oh, we need to uh, make sure that you get this type of person that we could sell it for this value. Right. Make sure right, that right, you write
1: right. it in this way so that it. Has- there will be plenty of people speaking that language. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But I think like when you have the core sort of team, like Parish, you, me, R.H. Like, there's this like protection that a project. Games from like even if we even if we have to change directions on which we've had to yeah we've had to yeah
1: yeah i mean you know just the roller coaster this has been already has been like okay like this is happening i'm like texting some of my closer friends and be like guys it's like the first
0: time you get pregnant it's like
1: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and it's like okay cool it's happening and then it, that thing maybe falls apart. And then it's like, we build up to another thing and then it doesn't quite pan out how we thought it would, or it just kind of goes cold. And it's like, you know, even thinking about what we talked about yesterday, where it's like, just kind of passively trying to do this. I just don't yeah, see it, it work. Yeah. being possible, you know, dude. Um, and you know, maybe there's people just like extreme connections and like um, they can, they can kind of just, fall into something like this. I I don't know. Um, but at least where I'm at right now in my career, and I think we could both agree for, for each of each of us, like it takes like a lot, you know, it takes a lot to get this thing off the ground. Um, so, I mean, there are a lot of things that are happening now. I, I think on some level, it's been a bit of us regrouping, um, even recently kind of being like, okay, Let's like, you know, redirect a few degrees and, and figure out like, do we need to be putting more emphasis or time or energy or resources into this instead of that to keep things moving? Because I mean, even (laughs) with our, with the amount of attention and, and energy we're putting into it, it's like, we're always having to kind of course correct. And I know we're talking so vaguely about it that maybe it's like hard to even know what we're talking about, but, um, yeah, the process is just makes you. I mean, I feel like it's a highway with like a million exits. You know, like yeah, just like you can quit now. Okay, yeah. you can quit now <laughs> if you'd like. You know what I mean? Just like you can quit now if you would like. Um yeah. And I feel like it's just that, um, waking up and deciding to not quit <laughs> yeah. every day, um, is kind of the process at least so far of of me making movies is like just you know constant rejection 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 and like a yes you know and then,
0: that's what i keep i mean dude that's i think i damien Chazelle i heard something maybe last year or something damien Chazelle said something about whiplash um that stuck with me um which was like it doesn't like you'll get a hundred no's like but the hundred no's like literally don't matter Because you did like, it's so cliche, but you just need one.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like maybe a few more than
1: one, but one, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One definitely sets things in in motion. It is amazing how quickly those things can get set into motion too. You know, I mean, even without speaking specifically again, dude, if there's a, what is it? Four days from now, if I get like a a yes, or like, at least like, um, let's continue the conversation with the call that we have, I have in a few days. Yeah. That could be, you can say you're, you're
0: speaking with a, an actor. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're speaking with a very well-known actor. It's
1: kind of more of like a general thing, but, um, yeah, it's not like, it's not like, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? (laughs) You know that it is, it has become clear that, um, talent is kind of like the key that unlocks everything. Yes. In a lot um, of different ways, like, not just for, like,
0: it's one of those things, like, in a business or something, like, money, like, just an injection of money can, like, make a, a ton of difference on, like, just things that you need to do or to, like, go to the next yeah. level, I guess. But yeah, um, with a movie, yeah. it's it's not even just talent, dude. It's, like, I think it's, like, even, like, who's shooting it? Like, where is it at? Like what are the sort of elements that you brought into it already that make it exciting? You know, I think that's part of the pitch idea. Like I think the more play, like the, the better players you have.
1: Yeah. But I think, which I feel like we've got a lot of really cool people attached, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the thing for me is like, even, even you talking about, make like having friends involved. It's not just like a safety net, you know, it's like the thing that I kind of come back to, I feel like this is like true with anything that you like requires, like some level of perseverance is like having some central thought or idea to come back to, like even for writing the script, you know, there was like always, I would kind of get like muddled, like in the middle of like, you know, writing dialogue or this one scene that was like really like pesky and difficult. And I would always be able to come back to why I love this movie. Yeah. And that would kind of like help kind of push me through. And I feel like that's more on like kind of a, a, the the micro scale. Um, And then I feel like on a larger scale, it's like what, like all these rejection emails or, or like unresponded, uh, emails that you know whatever it's just like rejection over and over and over again. It's like why am I doing this? It's because I love making movies with my friends. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um and when I think I just like have this thing. This is like why I love watching <laughs> it's so corny, but like I love watching Project Greenlight, you know, or like yeah. any kind of behind the scenes um whatever. I just love like watching people make movies. I think because I'm just obviously like um, putting myself in their shoes. And I just, I even asked you the other day, like, what's it like when you wake up the fr- the morning of like the first day of your first feature? Cause I'm just, um, it's so like kind of nerdy. I sound like a, like a little boy, but it's like, I like dream of that. It's a dream, yeah. I dream of walking on set for my, first feature and um and like you know getting everything set and the camera rolling yeah. and it's like shit we're like making this thing that i wrote with my friends and now i'm yeah. making it with my friends and this is like <laughs> the career that i'm like really after you know everything else yeah. has kind of been like um
0: dude i think purely preparation, be, you know purely be, yeah it's all preparation purely because like how getting to that moment where you're rolling for the first time you're hearing sort of your lines being spoken in the set. You know what I mean? I think there's something, like an overwhelming feeling of like, um, at least for me, there's an overwhelming feeling of, like, there's no, like, in a true, true sense, there's no safety net for this to be good or bad. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, there is only... Like there is one person who sort of has control over the vision of every moment that is being captured. And that's you yeah. as a director. And it's different for everything else that you do. I mean, music videos probably are closer to this feeling I would imagine. Um, but when it comes to commercials or, or anything else, yeah, you always have, you know, there's a sense of like, I I need X person to like this, or this needs right, to fit right, within right. a certain realm of visuals or whatever. So it it dictates your choices yeah. that you make. And with movies, it's literally only you, and it's if it's bad, it's only you. <laughs> like that is the feeling. <laughs> if you make yeah. the wrong decision, you get to the edit, and you're like, "Fuck, I didn't do this." It is, it's only you and, and it's a learning experience, but that is the most sort of your polar opposites, but that's the most exciting thing. But that's also the most terrifying thing that makes it hard, you know, but I think there's a, there's a group of people that obsess over having that control, you know, um, when, when telling a story, you know, I think there's no better. I mean, I I think about those moments all the time, like just in, and I think you bring it into everything else too. Like you, I think you carry yourself a little bit, dude. I mean, especially in the realm of like, okay, I just made a movie for, um, with my homies for this amount of money. Um, and I'm sitting on, on a commercial set right now with double that budget. And, People are worrying about the wrong fucking things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially like, yeah. I think back to so many times when I was stressed out about having enough time on a commercial set or like uh, something branded or whatever. And just being like, after that movie, I, I would go on set and be like, everything's good, guys. Like, we're going to make something great, you know? Like, having this supreme yeah. sort of confidence. Yeah, um, yeah. Because you just put yourself through the fucking grinder.
1: <laughs> the worst case scenario.
0: <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> put yourself yeah. through like, like literal hell trying to, trying to make an absolute passion project, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah. you bring that into everything else that you do after that, too, which is for me one of the more beneficial things about making a movie, which is why I feel like, again, like the sort of resp- like uh, responsibility to be like, Make that experience as beneficial for you and as like um, close to what you wanted it to be. Because there's so many things that you're going to have to say no to, especially your own ideas. When you start making a movie, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, you're on the day and you don't have enough time for this or that, and you have to go. What am I willing to sacrifice? Um, yeah. And I think having some homies to soundboard off is is I mean, aside from your DP, you know, because your DP is going to know a cer- is going to be in a certain frequency, you know, but I think having some yeah. some people like uh, myself, RH Parish, who who have been there for like from sort of ground zero, um, yeah, I think we'll have the ability to sort of like prioritize. You know, and I think no, knowing exactly what may sort of not happen for you too. I think I've, um, I have a pretty good sense about how long, uh, just because we've uh, done it a lot of times, I know how long sort of a day, like I can look at a shot list and and tell you, you're going to be two hours over very quickly. I'm sure you could do the same thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: there's a lot of that stuff that comes into play with when making a movie, you know? It's just a long process and I'm getting antsy. You know? Patience, my friend. It's getting impatient. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dude, I think the other cool thing about um, when it comes to making a feature, and I'm sure you felt this to a degree on like short films, but not as much. Like everybody wants to do a feature. Like, yeah. All of your homies. Who have like been working, like everybody is calling saying, let me be, (laughs) let me be there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that is a cool, that is a weird thing that features have power to do. Um, Yeah. Because I think people understand how hard it is. People understand like how uh, substantial. It's a massive undertaking. It's a massive undertaking that people are going to go like, oh, this is it. You know, like, let me be involved. Um, so for like people listening, I think that's really important to like, um, don't sell yourself short on what you're capable of, you know, there's a ton of, if you take on a massive risk and massive journey into like making a movie, there will be a lot of people who want to be involved simply because it's, it's a challenge, you know what I mean? Um, and it's like. And it's all make believe and it's not for anybody else, but the people involved, you know what I mean? Trying to attempt to make this story that's like competent and entertaining, you know, like it's this weird, um, thing in people's brain that they just want to be involved for sure.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. And I think that's really true. I was just, I had a friend who, um, shot like a really low budget feature in December and I was just like, dude, I just want to come take stills. You know, I just want to be around. Right. And it's true. I'm just like, let me just come help however I can. Um, so, yeah. You I see, I got my teeth fixed, right? Oh, nice, dude. Congrats. That's great. Yeah, I'm like to go to the dentist. Dentures. <laughs> I haven't been to the dentist in a while. My teeth look great, though. Yeah, super burly. Um, yeah. All right. All right, dude. Well, let's go to the movie.
0: Let's go make a movie. Okay, some (laughs) ketchup (laughs) tomorrow. All right, dude. Okay, see you tomorrow. Bye. This season of Good is sponsored by Good Treatments. Good Treatments is a highly curated shop of pre-made treatment designs for commercials, music videos, features, and branded content. We've all spent sleepless nights writing our treatments, only to have to start from scratch on the design.
1: With Good Treatments, you have the look of a custom design without the cost or time. With drag-and-drop tools, you simply replace your images, copy and paste your text, and you're good to go.
0: For our good listeners, we're giving away a coupon code for 20% off your next purchase. Simply use code GOOD20 at checkout. See all the treatment designs at goodtreatments.space.